0: Well, good morning and happy new year to all of you. We are so glad that all of you are here this day. We welcome those who are watching online as a part of our worship together. And uh, it is a great thing to be able to, as the very first thing, event of the year, to be gathered together in worship. And uh, it's a great thing to be together with you and to share this day together. As we gather for worship today, let me highlight that there are many things that are happening, and you can see those things in the bulletin, Uh, all the things that are coming up next week. But let me particularly highlight the things that will be occurring next Sunday. Uh, We're going to be beginning all of our new classes for the year, particularly on Sunday afternoon. Uh, Kelly, Stephen, and I will all be teaching classes, and if you'd like to sign up for that, there is the opportunity to do that. Uh, on our website. We encourage you to take a look at all of that. In addition, our Sunday afternoon music and other events will begin a week from today. Let me also highlight that at 9.30 next Sunday, Tom Cantone, our lay leader, and myself, we will be gathered to offer what we are calling a state of the church. It's an update on how we're doing as a congregation coming out of COVID, uh, talking about some of our long-range plans, talking about the events around General Conference, and also offering an opportunity for you to ask any questions you might have. So I hope you'll put that on your schedule for 9.30 a week from uh, today. Once again, we're glad that you are here and the Lord be with you. Let's stand together for the call to worship. You'll find it printed in your bulletin. We awake in the morning and see the sunrise.
1: How majestic is your name in all the earth!
0: Both the sun and the rain nurture creation, new life springs forth. How majestic. The moon lights the night sky, the twinkle of the stars light our path's home. The patterns and cycles of nature bring joy to our hearts. How majestic is your name in all the earth.
2: On this first day of the
1: year, let us sing of the God who is our help in ages past and our hope for years to come. Hymn number 117.
0: remain standing as we offer the prayer of confession printed in your bulletin to be followed by a time of silent prayer and confession. Holy God, before there was time, you brought forth creation from chaos. You formed the land into mountains and carved out deep canyons. You filled the oceans with clean water, and on the land you established vegetation plentiful enough to feed all living creatures. You filled the sky with birds, butterflies, and insects of all types, the waters with multitudes of marine life, and the land with animals and creeping creatures galore. Then you formed us in your image. But we confess, we do not make time for you, and we have failed to steward your gifts of creation well. We have sinned against both you and our neighbor in thought, word, and deed. We have done those things we should not have done, and we have failed to do those things that we should. Forgive us, we pray. Help us to establish new patterns and practices. In this new year, that will bring us into right relationship with you, our neighbor, and creation. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Friends, believe the good news. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. In the name of Jesus Christ, you are forgiven.
1: In the name of Jesus Christ, you are
0: forgiven. Glory to God. Amen. As forgiven and reconciled people, let us now take the opportunity to greet one another and offer God's peace to each other.
3: And if the children will please come up for the children's message. And I have some friends who are also coming up. It's going to be fun up here, so I need you guys to come up. We're going to have a New Year's celebration. Miss Tamara is going to give you guys a musical instrument as you come up, and then you can sit on the steps if you want. So today is New Year's Day, right? But it is also, you can sit on the steps once you have an instrument. Um... But it's also still Christmas. Look, we have all five candles on our Advent wreath lit. And that is so exciting because the center candle is finally lit. We spent all those weeks waiting to get to light that candle. And who knows what the white candle in the middle is for? What does it tell us? Yes. Yes, that Jesus has been born and Jesus is here with us, we are reminded today because we have the communion table. And every time we celebrate communion, it reminds us that Christ is always with us. So we have lots of good things to celebrate today. And so as we're getting ready to celebrate, I wonder, did any of you like celebrate the new year last night? Maybe we can hold our things for one minute. <laughs> so did anyone have a party yesterday to celebrate new year? I did. No, you did. What no, did you do? He did, he did not. Oh goodness. No, I was your, birthday was, um... your birthday? Was birthday was nice. Okay. His birthday wasn't yesterday, but I went out with some friends of mine, and we celebrated New Year's together. We ate dinner together, and we said, yay, it's a new year. And a lot of times families do that too, even though you probably did not stay up until midnight and watch the ball drop in Times Square, and neither did I. I did hear some fireworks in my neighborhood. Did anyone hear fireworks? No? You guys were all sound. You heard fireworks? Yes, they woke me up. You heard some too? Oh, okay. So you're going to have some fireworks to do in the future. So that is also... So let me just... Let me tell you what we're going to... Today, what we're going to talk about is that it's a new year and that each day we want to celebrate. And so I was thinking each day we could make a joyful noise to the Lord to give thanks for the gift of a day. But uh, before we make our joyful noise, I want you to think about one other thing. Each day... We should make a joyful noise to the Lord, but also we could do one kind thing for everyone. So I want two people to tell me something kind you could do. What would be, okay, you can tell us. What would be something kind you could do? You could love someone and you could show them your love by giving them a hug or a smile, right? Or saying good morning. What other way can we share God's love? Yes. That is an awesome example. I was thinking of that. Like, if you share your toys at preschool with other people or at school, that makes people feel loved and cared for. Yes. Love each other. Yes, love each other. And so that's what we want to do this year. We want to make a resolution to make a joyful noise to the Lord and to also be kind each day. So let us pray. Dear God, thank you for the gift of Jesus. And thank you also for the gift of a new year. year. Help us each day day. to give thanks to you you. and to share your love with all the world. world. In In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So let's make a joyful noise. Woo! give our uh, instruments back to my friend camera. Yay So let's let's put the instruments back in here. Awesome thank you. okay.
2: Please join me in praying the prayer for illumination. Holy God, as you called forth light on the first day of creation, now by the power of your same Spirit, sweep across your emptiness and darkness that in reading and pondering our scripture today, we may more clearly see your way and how to walk in it boldly. Through Jesus Christ, who guides us. Amen. Today's first lesson is from the book of Revelation, chapter 21, verses 1 through 6a, which may be found on page 1007 of your Pew Bible. Today's reading for the new year brings us a vision of Christ's kingdom. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and the sea was no more. And I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, See, the home of God is among mortals. He will dwell with them, they will be his peoples, and God himself will be with them he will wipe every tear from their eyes. Death will be no more. Mourning and crying and pain will be no more, for the first things have passed away. And the one who is seated on the throne said, see, I am making all things new. Also, he said, write this, for these words are trustworthy and true. Then he said to me, it is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega. The beginning and the end. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God.
3: Our second lesson today is from the book of Ecclesiastes, chapter 3, verses 1 through 8. You can find it in your Pew Bible on page 537. For everything. There is a season and a time for every matter under heaven, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to pluck up what is planted, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to break down and a time to build up, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn. And a time to dance, a time to throw away stones, and a time to gather stones together, a time to embrace, and a time to refrain from embracing, a time to seek, and a time to lose, a time to keep, and a time to throw away, a time to tear, and a time to sew, a time to keep silence, and a time to speak. A time to love and a time to hate. A time for war and a time for peace. The word of God for the people of God. Let us pray. Come, Holy Spirit, come. Come as the fire and burn. Come as the wind and cleanse. Convict, convert, Consecrate for our great good and your greater glory. Amen. So, today, as we mentioned in the children's message, is New Year's Day. It is a day on which many people look back over the last year to take stock of what they feel went well. They also pause and look forward to what they hope to accomplish in the new year. Because January 1st occurs on on a Sunday only once in a blue moon, we don't often encounter today's particular combination of texts. However, it is interesting to note that all of them contain messages about time. Matthew 25, 31 through 46 reminds us of God's judgment at the end of time. Revelation 21, 1 through 6a proclaims a new heaven and a new earth where God will dwell with the people and there will be no more crying, grieving, death, or pain. And the passage from Ecclesiastes, our primary text for the day, focuses on the rhythms of time established by God in creation and the human response to God's order. New Year's Day is indeed a good day to meditate on time and the passage of time. We often think of time as linear with a distinct beginning and clear ending point, but time is also cyclical. There are 24 hours in a day, each 24 hour period contains both a day and a night. There are 12 months in the calendar year and four seasons. There is something comforting for us about the cyclical rhythm of time as it passes. But there is also something about the pace of the passage of time that can produce anxiety and feel threatening, especially today. We all keep calendars and many of us set reminders or alarms throughout the day to keep us on task. There are deadlines to meet, commutes to and from work to make, appointments and meetings to keep, tests and papers to be turned in. Our watches and our calendars help us to be productive, but the negative consequence for all of us when life becomes divided and subdivided into hours, minutes, and seconds is that we lose track of what is most meaningful and eternal. We forget that our lives both begin and end in God. And we live at an increasing distance from the ancient but timeless understanding that each day, each moment, is an unearned gift from a gracious God rather than a commodity to be traded or spent for something else. Ecclesiastes reminds us of our need to live in the present tense, to live each day, with passion and joy, because we know that that day may be our last. Scholars debate the exact date that Ecclesiastes was composed, but most agree that it was written sometime between the 5th and 3rd centuries BCE. There are no specific internal references to historical dates, but the passages point to a time of social, economic, and political change and upheaval, a time of questioning the past. Today, Ecclesiastes is read in the Jewish community during the Festival of Booths, a joyous pilgrimage festival that normally occurs in September or October. This festival underscores the precariousness of life, and yet the joy to be found while living each day in the present tense. Ecclesiastes is perhaps one of the least straightforward books of the Bible. The only one that may be more confusing is Job. Yet it clearly fits within the broad category of wisdom literature. In it, Koheleth, or the teacher, embarks on a quest for meaning. During the journey, he records his reflections, revealing a learning process that is both unsettled and ongoing. It is fraught with both bitter disappointments and unexpected delights. In analyzing the corpus of wisdom literature, Sib Towner notes, Proverbs, Job, and Ecclesiastes all omit what many consider the great themes of biblical history, such as the Exodus, covenant, and conquest of the land. Instead, he asserts, Emphasis is placed upon creation and humanity's place in it. Throughout the book of Ecclesiastes, the author maintains life unfolds according to a logic that God incorporated into creation at the beginning of time. His practical theological advice is that since there are so many aspects of life over which we have no control, it is wise to be happy and to look for joy Whenever possible, we can do this by enjoying the good gifts that God gives and by standing in awe before God and God's mighty acts. Furthermore, he asserts the pattern, order, and structure of life have a certain amount of grace. It is good that there is a time to die that stands over and against the time of birth. To have it any other way would be to admit that there is no order but only arbitrary and erratic events. Additionally, even the less desirable parts of life, like death, can enrich our living. One commentator notes, Without the knowledge of death, life would lose its urgency and savor. Without death, no poetry would be written, no music composed, no monuments raised, no children begotten. A healthy acknowledgement that there is a time to die leads people to use each moment to its fullest. Today's verses are probably the most well-known from the book of Ecclesiastes, partly because they were included in a song written by Pete Seeger in the late 1950s and made famous by the Birds in their 1965 album, Turn, Turn, Turn to Everything There Is a Season. Ecclesiastes is not an overly positive or cheerful text. If you sit down and read the whole book, you will not feel cheerful. However, William Brown notes, today's particular verses stand out as a poetic gem in a seemingly otherwise dark and convoluted book. Today's passage is rhythmic. You heard it when I read it. There's a rhythm and a pattern The steady rhythm and repetition underscore the theory that everything has its regular time. The teacher does not describe this cycling of times as absurd, nor does he frame it with despair. On the contrary, the rhythm of time is a gift. The order of life is good because it provides security, regularity, and dependability The seven verses in Ecclesiastes 3 that fall under the heading, for everything there is a season and a time for every matter under heaven contain 14 opposites. Let's see, uh, I lost my place. They contain 14 opposites and 28 experiences known to all humans. So it's very much rooted in the human experience. The first item on the list, a time to be born and a time to die, is clearly out of human hands, but the rest involve human choices. Individual humans make moral decisions. Therefore, one can hear in the poem a challenge to be wise, to be ethical, and to discern when one's actions are in keeping with God's time and order. In All of wisdom literature is put forth that patience, learning, and study are means to help wise humans discern the correct time for certain activities. The passing of time and cycle of seasons has inspired philosophers, theologians, and artists of all types throughout the centuries. In addition to the song by the birds that I just mentioned, The Four Seasons by Vivaldi, poems by Keats and Wordsworth, and paintings by artists as distinct as Arcimboldo, Poussin, Chagall, and Hockney spring to mind. Another artist, There's a Picture in Your Bulletin by Jasper Johns. He has treated this subject in numerous prints and paintings. If you look in your bulletin, you can see this. It should also be showing online, and this is one of his encaustic paintings. It's part of a series that he worked on throughout the 1980s and 90s. Jasper Johns is a 92-year-old American painter, sculptor, and printmaker. He was born in Augusta, Georgia in 1930. According to one curator at the Whitney Museum of Art, he is arguably the most influential artist living today. Johns began his work on this series of prints inspired by the Four Seasons when he made a frontispiece for a book of poems by Wallace Stevens. In this series, you can see that there are references to works that he completed himself. For example, at the very bottom, you can see uh, red, white, and uh, red and white stripes. That refers to flags. He's very famous for his paintings of American flags. So there are references to works that he completed, and then there are references to Cezanne, the geometric shapes, and also, if you look carefully, there's references to Leonardo. So he. Has has um, referenced um, art, and also there are references to all the seasons. You can see the outline of a snowman in this one since it's winter, and also snowflakes, and it's very gray. If you see the whole series, they're all different colors throughout this series. So his painting reminds us that winter is a, uh, also a part of this cycle, that sometimes it is Life can be gray and bleak, but that that it will cycle to the next season soon. His decision to include art historical references as well as personal memories also reminds us that time both begins before we live. He has referenced um, long past art historical figures and then also time continues after we die. To take time seriously is threatening, but to do so can also emphasize that every day of every new year and every moment of every day is precious. When I was young, one of my mother's friends taught me to embroidery, and this was so exciting to me. I loved spending time with Mrs. Willett and learning various stitches. Eventually, she said that I was ready to complete a sampler, and I was so excited because this sampler would show all different kinds of stitches. The border had various animals and birds and flowers, but more importantly, the words that she chose for my sampler are this, I shall pass this way but once. Therefore, any good that I can do or any kindness that I can show, let me do it now. For I shall not pass this way again. This is not a biblical quote, but I think it speaks to our subject today, which is time. In his rule, St. Benedict writes, Always we begin again. And this is the gift of Christmas. Christ is with us, and because of our forgiveness that Christ brought, we can always begin again. Each day is a new day. January 1st is a day on which many of us choose to begin again, to make New Year's resolutions aimed at changing the way we choose to live. However, we all also know that most of us give up on those resolutions pr- pretty quickly. But yesterday, I was driving. No, this was actually Friday. I was driving, and I heard a person on the radio talking with a psychologist and interviewing her about ways to help us keep our resolutions. And she said that the best way is to make very small, concrete goals that can be accomplished one day at a time. And I was thinking that this advice could help all of us as Jennifer noted in her GPS, Matthew 25, 31 through 40 reminds us that we are all called to feed the hungry, help heal the sick, and care for the poor. This is one of our callings as disciples of Jesus Christ. The same psychologist I just mentioned actually used community service as her example. She said, if we make a New Year's resolution to complete 200 hours of community service by the end of the year, we will surely fail at this because it seems daunting, and we will wait to begin, and then there will be too much to do all at once. But If we say we're going to spend four hours each week doing community service, and we pick something that we enjoy, say maybe we're going to go tutor at Swansboro Elementary School or we're going to go work at Shalom Farms, then it will be a goal that's easy to accomplish because we will enjoy it and will also be managed in small bites. She also said that we should pick goals that will will work for our personalities, and she used meditation as an example. She said we all know that meditation can be good for our health. However, if we are an extreme extrovert, and we suddenly expect to spend a lot of time in quiet that we will probably fail. So it might be better to join a workout group where we can talk with people as we work out and make new friends. So as you make your goals for this year, keep those two things in mind. In Revelation 21, God announces, I am making all things new. This is a promise for eternal life, but it is not limited to eternal life. It is a promise also for here and now. As we look back at 2022 and plan for 2023, let us make resolutions that will draw us closer to God, to our neighbors, and to creation. And when we make these plans, let us ask ourselves how our resolutions will help us to live each day to its fullest. In a sermon that I read by a Presbyterian pastor, she included a Sanskrit poem written over 2,000 years ago. An illustrated copy of the poem had been given to her by members of her congregation as a Christmas gift. The poem reads, Look to this day, for it is the very life of life. In its brief course lie all the realities and truth of existence the joy of growth, the splendor of action, the glory of power. For yesterday is but a memory, and tomorrow is a vision. But today, well-lived, makes every yesterday a memory of happiness, and every tomorrow a vision of hope. Kohelva's search in Ecclesiastes about is about finding God in the details of daily human life. His search reveals to us both the dread and the delight of the everyday. His wisdom teaches that if we seek to honor God each and every day, our eyes will be open to the glory of the ordinary. In the name of God, our creator, redeemer, and sustainer. Amen.
4: Let us pray. Gracious God and God of new beginnings, we give you thanks for this day. We give you thanks for each day in our lives. We give you thanks for the gift of time. The gift of time that always allows us to uh, make new beginnings, to start things anew. And we come to you this day with old desires and new fears, with old controversies and new decisions in front of us. But you are a God of hope and you are a God of love. And we pray that you be with each of us wherever we may be this day, that you would help us and to guide us to love and serve and honor you each day of our lives. We pray, Lord, that you would also help us to feed the hungry, to care for the sick, to visit the prisoner and to welcome the stranger through this day and through this year ahead of us. We pray this day for the world, and especially we continue to remember the war in Ukraine and the people in Ukraine, and we pray for peace there. And we pray that you would be a very present help to those who are in the midst of war and conflict in any way come o prince of peace to bring your peace to the world around us and we pray for those who are sick in any way in mind body or spirit and we pray this day for penny weaver who is in the hospital And we continue to pray for Bill Blaylock as he recovers from shoulder surgery. Bring your healing and strength to those who are sick. And we pray for those who are grieving this day. We continue to pray for Sarah Ann and Charles Reed as they continue to grieve the death of their parents And we pray for the family of Thomas Goodall, who died also last week. We pray for comfort and for peace for those who are grieving this day. And we pray for the church, for Reveille Church, for our partner churches in Swansburg, Koinonia Christian Church, and Love Center of Unity. Be with us in this year ahead and continue to help us and to guide us to love you and to honor you and to serve the community and the world around us. And now, O God, in the silence of our hearts, we lift up to you any personal concerns that we may have. Hear our prayers this day and we thank you most of all for your son Jesus Christ our greatest gift to us who is Emmanuel who is God with us this day and all days we ask all of this in his name amen and now we come now to give our prayers and our presence our gifts and our servants back to the Lord Uh, For those who are guests with us, we invite you to offer your presence with us this day. There is a pink card in in the pew in front of you. We invite you to fill out this card and place it in the offering plate when it comes around. And we invite all of you to also return your gifts back to the Lord this day. We thank you for your generosity.
1: Now greet the swiftly changing year with joy and penitence and sincere. Rejoice, rejoice with thanks! Embrace another year of grace. This Jesus came to end since war. This name of names for us He bore. Rejoice, rejoice with thanks! Embrace another year of grace. God, from whom all blessings flow. Praise God, all creatures here
4: May be seated.
3: Christ our Lord invites all who wish to be in right relationship with God and neighbor to his table. If you would like to follow along, you may turn in your hymnal to page 13. The Lord be with you.
0: And also with you.
3: Lift up your hearts.
0: We lift them up to the Lord.
3: Let us give thanks to the Lord our God.
0: It is right to give our thanks and praise.
3: It is right and a good and joyful thing always and everywhere to give thanks to you, almighty God, creator of heaven and earth. Before the mountains were brought forth or you had formed the earth from everlasting to everlasting, you alone are God. You created light out of darkness and brought forth life on the earth. You formed us in your image and breathed into us the breath of life. When we turned away and our love failed, your love remained steadfast. You delivered us from captivity, made covenant to be our sovereign God, and spoke to us through your prophets. And so with your people on earth and all the company of heaven, we praise your name and join their unending hymn.
1: Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory, Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the
0: Holy are you, and blessed is your Son, Jesus Christ, in whom you have revealed yourself, our light, and our salvation. By the baptism of his suffering, death, and resurrection, you gave birth to your church, delivered us from slavery to sin and death, and made with us a new covenant by water and the Spirit. On the night in which he gave himself for us, he took bread, gave thanks to you, broke the bread, and gave it to his disciples, and said, Take, eat. This is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And when the supper was over, he took the cup, gave thanks to you, gave it to his disciples, and said, Drink from this, all of you, for this is my blood of the new covenant, which is poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this each time you drink it in remembrance of me. And so in remembrance of these, your mighty acts in Jesus Christ, We offer ourselves in praise and thanksgiving as a holy and living sacrifice in union with Christ's offering for us as we proclaim the mystery of faith. Christ
1: has died. Christ is risen. Christ will come again.
0: Pour out your Holy Spirit on us gathered here and on these gifts of bread and wine. And now, with the confidence of the children of God, let us pray together the prayer our Lord taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Friends, the body of our Lord Jesus Christ was broken for you and for me and for the world. Jesus was broken so that we might find healing. And the blood of Christ is shed for you and for me and for this world that our sins might be forgiven, and that by grace we might be set free.
4: I'd like to invite our uh, communion servers to come forward now. And I remind everyone that we will serve communion this morning by intention. We invite you to walk down the center aisle. We will have uh, two stations up front. You can come with your hands open. We will place a piece of bread in your hand. Uh, Then you can dip it into the cup and take of the two elements together. Uh, If you'd like to kneel at our communion rail and pray after communion, you are welcome to do so. And you can return to your seats by the side aisle. Uh, If you need gluten-free elements, they are here in the center on the tray. Uh, And we also have our communion plates Uh, at the end of the aisle. This is our communion offering that goes to meet the needs of those in our uh, community. This is the table of the Lord. It is not the table of Reveille Church. It is not the table of the United Methodist Church. Whether you have been here often or whether you have not been here in a while, Uh, Whether you have followed Jesus and succeeded and whether you have tried to follow Jesus and failed, you are welcome at this table. So come now and taste and see that the Lord is good.
0: Friends, as we come to the conclusion of the service and the conclusion of our time at the table, I I invite you to turn your attention to the covenant prayer that is printed in your bulletin. Um, It's the prayer after receiving. It is the Wesleyan tradition that on the first day of the year or on New Year's Eve, as we begin our year together, that we enter into this covenant with God. And as we offer this prayer together, I invite you to reflect upon God's grace, God's goodness, and God's call for each of us as we make our way into the coming year. Let us stand together for this prayer. I am no longer my own, but thine. Put me to what thou wilt. Rank me with whom thou wilt. Put me to doing, put me to suffering. Let me be employed by thee, or laid aside for thee, exalted for thee, or brought low for thee. Let me be full, let me be empty. Let me have all things, let me have nothing. I freely and heartily yield all things to thy pleasure and disposal. And now, O glorious and blessed God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, Thou art mine, and I am Thine, so be it. And the covenant which I have made on earth, let it be ratified in heaven. Amen.
1: You'll find our hymn of sending forth in the faith we sing, number 2117. Let us sing stanzas one, three, and five of Spirit of God.
0: This morning Kelly spoke about New Year's resolutions and we want you to know we want to be helpful to you in achieving and accomplishing some of those resolutions, particularly with many of the classes that are available next week, starting next week. In addition, if you are interested in learning more about Reveille or becoming a member of Reveille, we will also be starting a Reveille Today class. You can contact the Officer Stephen Coleman about that. Finally, don't forget that on January 11th, we have a great opportunity with Sadiqa Johnson, who will be here to speak about her book, The Yellow Wife.
3: You have heard the good news that each day is a gift from God, and each day is a new day. Go forth rejoicing in this good news, and may the blessing of God, our Creator, Redeemer, and Sustainer, be with you now and always. Amen.